Living the Principles. This podcast is hosted by Latricia Smith and Phyllis G. Williams. Living the Principles seeks to expand mindsets, express beliefs, and edify excellence in hopes of building a stronger Black community. Welcome to Living the Principles. Welcome. I am Latricia, and with me is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hello, Latricia, and hello out there, Difference Makers. Today, we have a special guest, Fateria Johnson. Fateria Johnson is a traditional naturopath, as well as certified natural health professional. She has been in a natural health field for over 15 years and chose this path after suffering from a hyperthyroid and being told the only choice was medicine for life. After trying natural remedies, her physician gave her the green light, and that was the start of more research in a more natural path. Today, we will be talking about giving your body a fighting chance. Hello, Fateria. Hi. Hello, Phyllis and Patricia. So that's how we defined you. Um... In the spirit of Kuchi Chakalia, how would you define yourself? Well, I would define myself as a truly natural person on a natural path. As you stated, I did suffer from a hyperthyroid for many years, and it was very frustrating because I was constantly sick, always sick, just couldn't really enjoy life. And when I went to my doctor, his only remedy was, okay, we're going to put you on this medicine. And many of you out there who have ever had thyroid issues know that when you get on that medicine, it's kind of for life most of the time. So I talked to him and I said, no, let me research this and let me try some natural remedies. And I did. And when I went back for my next checkup, um, I was cleared. It was no thyroid problems. And I hadn't had any problems ever since because of the natural lifestyle. So that's that's just me in a nutshell on that natural path. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so in regards to COVID, how can we give our body a fighting chance? Well, as you know, with this particular virus, it's attacking many systems of our body and our immune function really does play an important role. And A lot of times, there are a lot of people out there who suffer from autoimmune diseases, but the foods that we eat, um, even from the products that we put in our body, not drinking enough water, not exercising, all of these have an effect on our immune system, our immune system. And when our immune system is healthy and functioning well, it can fight off all sorts of pathogens, even the coronavirus. You might get ill. Even I was sick. I didn't have to go in and get checked up, but you know, we all get affected from the flu, viruses different things. But what I did was just build up my immune system, vitamin C, black um, cumin seed oil, different remedies like that really help with our immune system, especially in times like these. Oh, I'm glad you said that because once this came out, I used to take black seed oil, but I stopped, but I started retaking it again. Black seed oil with moringa. Oh, it's disgusting. Mm I did. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like death in a death in a shot glass. But <laughs> I said, Lord forbid, if I do get sick, at least my body will do some fighting. You said a lot of stuff I never thought of. I never thought of drinking water as giving your body a fighting chance, and what right. we put on our skin. I didn't think about that either as yeah. um, potentially harming us. 
harming our immune system. A lot of times, Phyllis, we think about what um, just different medicines or different things we do, but we don't think about the simple things, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, all of these things. If, if we don't do that, we get stressed, it compromises our immune function and the disease will set in. We don't think about the little things that we can do. And those are just little things. So can you go into more detail of how does our diet play a role in our immune yes. function? Our body needs over 45 different nutrients. I know that seems like a lot, <laughs> but it is. And think about it. Do we get that from our food? A lot of our food is compromised because of the soil, because of um, GMOs, different things like that. So we need to make sure we're getting our vitamin C. And with African-Americans, we need that vitamin D3 as well. That is very important, as well as the magnesium, the calcium. All of these things work together to help build up our immune system. These are just, a lot of times you won't get it from your food. You may have to go to the vitamin shop and get you a supplement of vitamin D or some vitamin C or B12 complex. All of these things help our immune system because our immune system is there to help us fight those pathogens fight those viruses. And if we're not getting it from our food, how is it going to fight? So that's just one of the things I always tell people. You have to build your immune system up with the foods that you eat, nutrients, vitamins, um, herbs, things like that. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a question and I'm going to pass it to Latricia. I've had a personal experience with having two different, two or three different vitamin, three different vitamin deficiencies in my life. I had a vitamin K, vitamin C, and a vitamin D deficiency in one part of my life. How can a person know that they're deficient in a vitamin? And what are some tall tale signs for those deficiencies? Well, what I did, because I go to my doctor every year, so I went in and that's important, people go get your, you know, your yearly checkups. And my doctor told me, they do the labs and she said, you know, you're deficient in this. I had anemia, had, notice I said had, had anemia. She said, you're deficient in vitamin um, D, you're deficient in these other vitamins. I said, okay, let me come back. <laughs> what is it? Let me take care of this. And when I come back, you can recheck everything and tell me where I am. And what I did, I supplemented with the iron for the anemia, the natural iron. I did the liquid iron, which is, um, it helps assimilate in your body more naturally. I did the vitamin K. I did the um, vitamin D. And when I went back, all of my levels were normal. Because if not, she would have had to put me on something strong or something synthetic, um, medicinal, in order to get me up to par. So how I knew that I was having an issue before I went to my doctor with the anemia, I was always cold, just always kind of, you know, weak. And I knew that with that monthly time of the month, it was just, I would be drained. So I knew that something just wasn't right. Um, the vitamin D, you can tell with your skin, your hair, just your overall health that something is, is not right. And especially, let's say magnesium. Magnesium, if you have heart murmurs, that's a, a sign of a magnesium deficiency because those electrical circuits within your heart, magnesium helps with that. So all of those things, I knew something was wrong. And when I went in and she pinpointed it, I just went ahead and did my regimen with my, my nutrients. Thank you. I'm so glad you mentioned going to the doctor. When I okay. had one of those deficiencies, my lip was doing the bankhead bounce. And I was like, what's going on? So, um. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that's real important. Um, and, and I tell people, you have to work together, especially even in natural health with 
medicine. I mean, it all works together. The doctors are there. You have to go get your checkups because I'm not a medical doctor. <laughs> all right. So you have to go to your doctor. You get checked out. They tell you what's wrong. And, and, and a lot of times they're like, hey, you want to do a natural remedy? Is, is there something else you can do? Because they're going to tell you the side effects of the different drugs, um, hypertension, high blood pressure, all of those drugs have side effects. So if there's a more natural remedy, if you have a good medical doctor, they're going to tell you, is there something natural you can do? Exercise, change your diet, different things like that, as opposed to just really putting you on medicine, if you have a good doctor. <laughs> That's the key word there. But a lot of times they want you to be well. They do. What you said was so important about going to the doctor to get checked up. Once you go in, you get checked up and you get all your blood tests and you find out about these deficiencies. And if they're good, they can point you in the right direction. But if they're not good and you research or maybe you know a natural path, then you can go to that person with your results and say, hey, I went to the doctor last week. This is what they said. I'm deficient in vitamin D and vitamin C and vitamin K. How can you help me? Right. So it is important to be able to have both options. What can you say to people who need more vitamin supplements, but maybe they aren't in a position to buy them? Because if you have multiple deficiencies, like Phyllis said, she had three deficiencies. Mm-hmm. And you're having to pay for for all of these supplements. Supplements can begin to add up and become very expensive. Is there something we can do? That is where you would. Or? Yes, that is where you would consult a naturopath. Okay. <laughs> you would. <laughs> and, and someone like me, what I would do. I understand that there are certain. I call them. Um, they're groupings of vitamins. So you have formulas is, is what we call it, actually. It's just a formula. So let's just say you tell me your doctor diagnosed you with this. Because remember, I don't diagnose, I don't treat. I'm just assisting you and helping your body to heal itself. So I'm going to recommend a formula that will work on many different organs of your body. Because as you stated, and I'm going to get something from my heart, something from my lungs, <laughs> you know, oh, God, my foot hurt. That can get really expensive. But if we can work holistically, okay, and we can come up with a formula that will work on the many different systems of your body, then we're in business. So that's what I do. I help people identify formulas that are very powerful to help them help their body heal itself. What does a formula look like? <laughs> Let me give you an example. There's one that I use and I recommend to a lot of people. And it, it's Dr. Christopher, I don't know, maybe your audience have heard of it, but Dr. Christopher has some really good formulas. Now, you have to know what each formula does, right? So that's why you you may want to call a naturopath. Hey, I was thinking about this, and what's the best formula I can use? So this one that I use is called Vital Herbs. Now, this little formula liquid is powerful, and it has like about 20 different herbs in it, but it works on all different organs of your body. So most formulas are liquid form. They're the best kind because, like I said, they assimilate better in your body. So that's just basically what a formula is. Just a mixture of herbs that work together to promote wellness. Very powerful. I like that because I really don't like taking pills, especially Mm -hmm. vitamins. They're so big and it's just hard for me to swallow them. And then they have this funny taste and they make me gag. So I do like the (laughs) 
thought of something liquid. Yes, liquid is something that dissolves, that dissolves on your tongue. My vitamin K. Ah, I got that from Whole Foods. It just sticking on my tongue. It dissolves. And uh, one little tiny little vitamin never I would never know I took it. So that's what you want. You want someone to help you to understand um what do I need to purchase? What do I need to get? I'm not going to spend $500 on, you know, a whole slew of vitamins. Tell me something that's powerful enough to help me at the cellular level where I can heal and be well. And that's what I do. That's what I help people. What role does stress play in immune function? Ooh, that's a really good question because stress will suppress <laughs> stress will suppress your immune function and a lot of people do not realize that they push themselves push 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 and at the end of the day they're tired they're drained and then what's happening is once your defenses are down from stress because that's what stress does it just takes your whole immune system down and then you're more susceptible to disease and that's how people get ill. Just even if you do the research with different types of diseases and even cancers, they will tell you, your medical doctor will tell you, don't stress. You know, we want you to just stay away from all different stresses. Why? Because that could make the cancer worse. Or if it was in remission, it could bring it back. So stress plays a very important role in immune function and in wellness. If you're stressed, sickness and disease is going to follow. And that's a fact. Considering all that's going on now with COVID-19, the coronavirus, it seems like a lot of people's stress levels are up. Mm -hmm. What can people do to manage their stress from a natural perspective? Well, number one, they can try meditation because it really does work. One of the things that really helps me in my, I mean, just everything around it is stressful. You're, you're quarantined. <laughs> you know, you, you don't know if, um, you know, how the economy is. And I know there are many people out there that are listening that are affected by that. You don't know where you're going to get your next meal. You don't know if you're going to get sick and die. That's very stressful. But just taking the time to stop and really appreciate where you are now, just where you are, just stop. And appreciate the here and now because we don't know what the next moment holds, but we do have now. And just meditating five minutes when you come in, five minutes before you leave, that really does make a difference because what meditation does, it prepares your mind so that you're not reactive. See, in stress, our body is in fight or flight. That's what stress is. It's fight or flight. Oh my goodness, this happened. I, I got to fight it. I, I have to do this. So your body just automatically reacts. So when you learn to tone that down and just breathe and step back, then you put your body in check, thus putting your stress in check. And it really does work because your body doesn't know you're reacting, you're, you're upset. So it's fighting. It's, it's revved up. And then when it comes down, disease is already set in. You're tired, you're sick, and it's not a good thing. So it sounds like people will know whether or not they're sick based on the response that their body is having. So it sounds like we really have to be in tune with our bodies in order to really get what's going on with ourselves. That is a very good point because our body has wisdom. This is it's really, it's really interesting. 
our body has wisdom. You have a pain, you have a headache. There's something causing that headache. It's a cause and effect. It all works together. We, our heart hurts. We have pain. All there, there's a reason for all of that because our body is hardwired to react to stress in, in many different ways. It's hardwired that way. So it's trying to fight. It's trying to uh, maintain homeostasis. So that's why it's going through all of those motions. And it's really important, as you said, to listen to our body. What do I do? I need to stop. Do I need to breathe? Do I just need to stand still for a moment? Listen to your body. That's really important. Let me ask you one more question. You talked about meditating and only doing it for a short period of time, like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I may say to somebody, have you thought about meditating? And they suddenly have a confused look on their face, like they don't understand what meditation is. I think a lot of times people think of meditation as some type of airy-fairy thing. Can you just give a brief description of what meditation looks like? Sure, sure. For people who don't understand meditation, all it is is creating an awareness. Um, just like let's let's go back to stress. So when you're stressed, you know your adrenaline increases, your heart rate it elevates, your blood pressure, you know your energy supplies they're they're all revved up. So what you're doing is you're becoming aware. You're listening to your body and you're stepping back. And you, it's not you don't have to stop, get a pillow, cross your legs, you know, sit in the middle of the floor, put your fingers together. No, just stop. And breathe and just, you know, have a mantra. Today is going to be a good day. Today, you know, I'm aware of my body's wisdom. Today, I practice peace and calmness. Today, I will not react. So you can meditate while you're driving. You can meditate while you're walking. I do a lot of walking meditation. I do a lot of meditation when I'm driving because there are people all around. They're angry. You know, they're angry. And even now, people are more. They're angrier. So you just have to be aware. And that's all meditation is, is awareness. And then if you want to get into deep meditation, I do that as well. Then you could take the time, take 10 to 15 minutes. I go into a room, sit down, and I just calm. Just sit there and just let my body relax. Pay attention to what I'm feeling. If it's pain, if it's, if it's fear, if I need to cry, whatever it is. At that moment, I don't judge myself. I just let it be. And I get it out and I move on. And that's all meditation is. It's becoming aware of who we are and being in the moment and taking control of who we are and not reacting. I love that. Taking control and not reacting. Yeah. I love it. As you were speaking, I thought of, I've seen different people on Facebook give suggestions too, such as stretching to reduce stress. And I tried something for the first time since this COVID-19 has happened, and it was a spiritual bath. And it was the first Mm. night I had a solid night of sleep. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's so much that um, it is a mind and body connection. Yes. 
Yes, it is. Because we live in such a fractured, I mean, everything is fractured in our society. But now people, you know, you have the time to sit down and, and see your state of fracture, right? You're you're face to face with yourself. Where are you going? There's really nowhere else to go, right? So now is the time to really deal with those issues, the anxiety, the, the things that you might want to change. Now is the time to do that personal makeover within. And mm. as you stated, that spiritual bath, it's like, ooh, okay, I can sleep better. You know what? I'd rather have peace. It may be a struggle right now. I may not have a job for, you know, there are people that may be out there. You may not have a job. You may be wondering where your next meal is coming from. But there's organizations that can help with that. But peace, that's one thing that they cannot give you. Food, that's going to come. It, it will, trust me. Mm -hmm. It will come. But peace, that's one of the things that you, yourself, you have the power to maintain that no matter what's going on around you. I mean, the building can fall down, but that peace, <laughs> you still have that level of peace. They can come and take the car, but peace, you still have that level of peace while you're walking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that I just wrote an article about some people are really, they're not upset about the social distancing or the places closed. They have to spend time with themselves and that's what's making them angry. Yes, they're bitter is. and broken. It is. They said the divorce rate right about now is at an all-time high. Because it's like, what do we drown ourselves in work, right? Okay, got to go. <laughs> People, you know, oh, that's my child. That's my husband. That's my wife. No, because we drown ourselves in what we think is making us who we are. So now we have to sit there and we have to answer that question, who am I? Well, I don't have my job. I don't have my office anymore. Uh, I, I don't put on my suits and go to work anymore. Who am I? <laughs> you know, I don't get dressed up. I don't, I don't do my hair, put my makeup on. Nobody's giving me compliments. Who am I? Mm. We are faced with that, the realness of who we are, and that's deep. That, that's at the spiritual level. That's a soul-cleansing moment right there. Who am I? And maybe the person you are, <laughs> the people you're quarantined with, just, I don't like you. <laughs> that's deep, too. It's like, wait a minute. I don't even know you. Who is this person? So. People have to soul search right about this time. Hopefully many will come out better, you know, just from that soul search. I think soul searching takes a lot of truth. And there are some things that I'm seeing with COVID-19 that just shocks me because to me it's just blatantly true that some people believe that COVID-19 is not real. Hmm. Oh, my. That's one of the things I, I hear a lot of people saying that, but I would say this to your listeners and those who don't think it's real. I would say to ask my stepmother, but she's not here to tell you if it's real or not because she died from complications of COVID-19. Mm, I would say to ask all the nurses and the doctors in the hospitals that are fighting this disease and putting people on respirators and they have to see people take their last breath and have their loved ones, you know, see them die by, you know, FaceTime because they can't come in to be with them. So you ask them if this disease is real. <sighs> when I hear people say that, and I understand what's going on from a medical, scientific, and, and also from a holistic approach, I say, how can you say that? Look around you. Look around you. Ask somebody who knows if this is real. 
because there's a lot of people who died from complications of this disease. And it is real. It's real. Well, that was, that made me teary-eyed. And I do hear some people saying, even with, this is called Give Your Body a Fighting Chance, and we hadn't mentioned this earlier, but I just thought about it. It's important to wear a mask. And that's something else. The people that don't believe in COVID-19 is real, they also don't believe in wearing masks. So I feel wearing a mask, especially one with a filter, is giving your body a fighting chance. It is. And and that saddens me when I go to the grocery store and it's like, oh, you don't have your mask on. Ooh, mm-mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so I I'm like, mm-mm, I have mine on. You don't have your mask on. But they're walking around as if it's not real. It's some kind of hoax. And oh, and what people don't realize, another thing I want to tell the listeners is, of course, there are people out there who are asymptomatic. So they have this disease. <laughs> they don't know they have it. They don't have symptoms. They're walking around without masks. They're... <laughs> coughing on people, sneezing. I just had that happen the other day. <laughs> the lady's coughing. She's, <laughs> and she didn't have her mask on. And I'm thinking, Mm-mm, no, this is not good. So they're asymptomatic. They don't have the symptoms. So they just feel everything's okay. But actually they're those super carriers. They're just passing it along <laughs> wherever they go, just dropping little bits of COVID all over the place. But look at the statistics, look at the numbers. They're rising every day. Why? Because we're getting more testing and people are testing positive for this disease, which is real. (laughs) Thank you so much. So I hope people listening also remember to keep distance from their elders and children and stuff like that, because they could be asymptomatic. You gave us a lot of information. What? call to action, we call it a principal challenge, would you give to the audience? What do you want them to do? I would tell the audience to work on your health and your wellness today. One of the things with this COVID-19, the reason why it's affecting the African-American community at such a highly alarming rate is because of the underlying conditions, the diabetes, the hypertension, all of the different things that are going on within our community at a high rate. So take care of yourself, build yourself up where today it's COVID-19, tomorrow it can be something else. But if your body, your immune system is strong, you will be able to fight. Thank you so much, Vateria. Can you give the listeners a website or handles if they would like to follow you or continue to hear? Wellnessafeteria.com. You can follow me on Facebook and um, I'll be launching. I'm redesigning my new website, but you can go there. It's up. uh, Wellness by Fateria. That's me. And if you have any other questions, message me. I'll be happy to help. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a great day and be well. Fateria gave us our principal challenge, but Latricia, do you want to reiterate it? Stress the importance of it? Yes, I do. Principal challenge. Live them out. Our principal challenge is to keep yourself healthy. And how can you do that? Fateria already told us you can do that by drinking water, exercising, making sure you have the proper nutrients and vitamins, and by meditating. So there are so many ways to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. That's the principal challenge. And step away from the skins. 
Okay, that wasn't in there, but I just wanted to add it. Wait, can I just say, <laughs> I, I have to say this since you, since you added that. I was online yesterday and there was an ad that popped up that said pork free, all natural pork skins. And I told my husband, I said, how are these pork skins if they're all natural? So they are plant-based pork rinds. So if you got to eat those skins, go on and get those all natural non-pork ones. Oh, wow. I say that and I'm the main one eating skins, but yeah, (laughs) a lot of stuff is plant-based now. For our next section, open your eyes, ears, and mind as we spread the good news. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles, we spread the good news. Oscar-winning actress Octavia Spencer recently announced a donation of breathing monitors to nursing and medical facilities in Alabama and New York fighting the coronavirus pandemic. She partnered with MicuCare, a company that specializes in baby monitors, to provide their state-of-the-art monitors to medical facilities. The monitors track everything from breathing levels to sleep patterns. Equipped with two-way talk and video capabilities that allow medical staff to communicate with patients without even being in the room. So that's helping the patients and the staff. Thank you, Octavia Spencer. Our next good news comes from another celebrity. He's a comedian, but this is a serious issue for him. Comedian Steve Harvey is hosting weekly virtual mentoring sessions for young men as a way to promote wellness during the global pandemic. The Steve Harvey Mentoring Program is a program created by Harvey in 2009 that provides educational enrichment, mentoring, life transformation skills, and global service initiatives to teens who come from under-resourced communities. What a way to deal with and impact stress levels. Our last good news comes from Madagascar. Madagascar has a purported cure for the pandemic. Some African countries are ordering consignments of Madagascar's purported cure for COVID-19. The World Health Organization is yet to endorse the COVID organics herbal remedy and has cautioned against its use. The African Union and the WHO have called for its clinical trials. However, there have been reports of success with the residents of Madagascar. That's our good news for the day. All right, Latricia, our soul snack for today. Our soul snack for today is an African proverb that simply says, health is wealth. That's our show for today. Until next time, expand your minds and impact your communities. Thanks for listening to Living the Principles podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.